Where does it get personal? How can I let it be personal? I mean, really personal. <laughs> this flies in the face of 90% of the culture gang. Because everybody wants to take things personal instead of making things personal. Instead of letting what needs to be personal, personal. We live in a snowflake culture, let's face it. There's a lot of them out there. They are easily offended by everyone and everything, and they don't let it go. And what happens is, whenever you do that, you're letting everything else try to drive the bus. And that isn't, that's, that's what we call monkey business. More on that some other time. But you don't want the monkeys driving the bus. <laughs> because they can't. Now, here's why I'm setting this up like this. You can't objectively imagine. You have to subjectively experience. And if you're using your subjective experience to remain offended, to be offended, to really get worked up about politics, dumb shit, the moon and the sky's in the wrong place, how could I possibly? You're selling the pearl. You're selling you. Cheaply. Neville says it's the pearl of great price. You get to sell all belief in secondary cause. All of it. So, how do you let it be personal? It comes down to personal experience. Here's a question I'm working with right now with a client. Ready? What typical event in your day will be different, but you'll still have it once your wish is fulfilled? This is something so simple. Because a lot of people try to imagine the wish fulfilled by imagining that they're in a limousine, right, driven by a guy named Jeeves. But I don't know anybody named Jeeves, 20, and I don't, I've never been in a limousine. How could I possibly imagine what I haven't experienced before? You see, what you haven't experienced, you haven't experienced. And this is exactly why Neville Goddard taught to imagine what implies you've experienced something differently. See, this is where it gets personal. This is where I can help you help you. But I can't tell you what to imagine. Think about this. You don't want me telling you what to feel. You don't tell it, want me telling you what to do. <laughs> I am not a good boss. There's a reason why I don't have employees. See, I'm my own boss. I'm the captain of my ship. This means it's my ship. I own it. So... <clears throat> Every morning, I sit down. I used to sit in a uh, Saturn. I don't even know what the model number was anymore. I don't even know if Saturns have model numbers. But I had a Saturn, and I was making good money. So every day, I'd be sitting in my Saturn, drinking 7-Eleven coffee on the way to Pittsburgh. I'd go through the Squirrel Hill Tunnels, the Liberty Tubes. Ah, I'd cross through. I'd get to work about 40 minutes early. Because if I went 30 minutes later, I'd be in traffic for two hours. So I'd sneak through, I'd go through traffic as fast as possible usually. Get in the parking lot, do my Tai Chi practice, and go to work. It was a good day. Right? I sat in my Saturn, I ate 7-Eleven coffee, I did Tai Chi in the parking lot so I could go in and put up with my asshole boss. So ready? I still sit. It's 20... Two years later, 21, 22 years later, 
I don't remember. Let's say it was 20 years ago I did that. I still sit. It's 20 years later. I've moved around the world. You know what I do in the morning? I sit. I drink coffee. Now, here's the thing. I sit in an Ames chair. I just got a new one. The, other, the, the original ones we ordered, we ordered back in 2014. Once imagined, ordered in 2014. Mine's pretty much worn out. It's still comfy. It's like an old friend, but I want a new friend. And the old friend's going to come out here to the cottage just for fun. But here's the deal, guys. I still sit. I still drink coffee. So I imagine something like radio sitting in my Ames chair, drinking my coffee, listening to traffic, doing my exercises at home. But I really don't even include that last part because what's remained the same is coffee, chair, and traffic. But instead of me trying to beat traffic or sit in traffic, I listen to it drive past the house. The other thing that I do is I sip my coffee, sitting in my chair. It's the seat that I drive the kingdom from. Not the seat that I sit and have to use a steering wheel for an hour. I can't remember the last time I've driven an hour. <laughs> See what's cool is Victoria. She does most of the driving. She still likes it. I could give a shit. It's not that I dislike it. I just don't care anymore. And my neighbor, <laughs> he owns a limousine company. Imagine that. So if you got gold today, here's a couple things. Number one, notice where you waste your personal resources. Because for me, these are personal resources. I don't really get all that worked up about who's who. Or what someone said. Trust me, if you're doing that, you're stepping out of... You're, you're forgetting who you are. If you're upset about someone or something, lift them up, for God's sake. Neville said, if you really believe, you will not pass a seeming other without lifting them up. If you don't believe, hey, I could let Joe Biden, I could let D Dictator Dan here in Australia ruin my day. Been there, done that on the second. The first one I just... <laughs> See, here's the thing. When I let Dictator Dan ruin my day, it wasn't Dictator Dan ruining my day. As soon as I remembered, I park at the pool to go to the pool. The laws changed in three hours. You think this stuff works? That's personal to me. Some of you guys in Dream Driven Day know how deeply personal going to the pool is for me. It's not just exercise. It's socialize. It's, it's taking care of my people. And my people taking care of me. How personal can you let this become? Let it become really personal. Again, my ass is personal. It sits in my Ames chair, not in a driver's seat for an hour. My lips, my belly, the, the taste of the coffee, that's intimate. I often make it in the morning with Victoria, but my imaginal act is this. I experience one sip of coffee in my Ames chair. I didn't even know it was an Ames chair back when I imagined it. I just imagined a super comfy ergonomic chair. That's a big word, ergonomic. Meanwhile, <clears throat> here's the cool thing, gang. When you let it become really personal, it's just a moment of my day. My ass in my chair, my coffee on my lips, my ears hearing the traffic, and often hearing Victoria snoring in the morning because I'm usually up a little earlier than her. Not always, but sometimes. 
If you got gold today, secrets of surrender. You notice how I surrendered to the sip of coffee? You notice how I surrendered to the feeling of the Ames chair? You don't make this an act of will. You let it be about you, and you let it be an act of surrender. You don't try to make it about everyone else in the world. And you stop blaming them, too. Have a lovely day. My name is Mr. 2020. I'm coming to you live from Melbourne, Australia. Have a lovely day. See ya.